a safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Welcome to the Friday edition of Passion. A little bit of everything tonight, uh, but got a bunch of stories for you uh, that I want to share with you. I want to talk about, is it a pro or con when your date or your partner doesn't have a presence on uh, on social media? We'll also talk about financial abuse as a form of intimate partner violence. And is sex without commitment a good choice for you. We'll also talk about uh, couple-ish, living alone, but having a partner. So choosing uh, to be with a partner, but never actually living together. Uh, and then after 10.30, we'll also play Dirty Minds with your chance to win a one-month unlimited pass to 360 Punch. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion at 514-800. If you have questions for me, do send them along, and uh, actually you can send them throughout the show tonight. It's uh, I will answer them. Uh, you can also email them to me anytime to lori at drlori.com. There's just an interesting text I want to follow up with. Last night we talked a little bit about uh, narcissistic personality disorder, and somebody had written in saying they suspected their partner was uh, a narcissist and, and uh, what to do. And this texture wrote, apparently despite certain fun- fundamental common factors, there are nonetheless different types of narcissists from what I heard and was wondering whether, unlike most, it's equally possible for a narcissist to actually show their true colors initially from the very start as opposed to even bothering feigning an agreeable facade at all as well as more subtle types of passive-aggressive narcissists who may actually present a caring facade, yet all their choices and actions are nevertheless based upon what they, in fact, really want and what feels right and good to them at the proper expense of other people's rights and feelings instead. So you're talking about identifying this, right? Um, I say yes, you could identify, but you have to pay really close attention and not get caught up in the fantasy making of the narcissist because at the very beginning of a relationship they could present as uh, the ideal partner or, or, or giving you the ideal life for example you can be drawn in by their uh, charisma, by their self-confidence, by their uh, success. Often narcissists can be quite successful in uh, in the work field etc. So you'd have to pay pretty close, uh, close attention, but you do end up realizing that, uh, and, and pretty soon in when it's all about what they want to do and where they, do, or, or what they want or their needs. And that you'd have to, you know, you'd have to be kind of aware and pick up on that. The movie that I was referencing yesterday, which I couldn't remember the name was a, a, a the true story. It's on Netflix. It's called dirty John. It's probably the best example or portrayal of uh, an extreme narcissistic personality disorder. It's a story of a woman who, uh, this is after a divorce and all that, she's got uh, older kids, adult kids, uh, who gets involved with this uh, really charming guy and he turns out to be a, a real nightmare but it shows you the evolution of how you get drawn in to that and her own vulnerabilities and how she didn't pay attention to the red flags. So if you get a chance to see it, 
there is a Netflix show. It's a, I, I believe it's like a three-part series or four-part series called Dirty John based on a true story. And then there's the actual documentary called The Real Dirty John, and it's interviews with the real people from the movie. It's worth a watch. Uh, just, uh, it's a bit, uh, I have to say, disturbing, to say the least. And just a warning, it may trigger some people. So, uh, just so, uh, just so you know. Um, social media, such as Facebook, can be addictive and time-consuming, like other forms of personal social media. You will only see what the user wants you to see can be deceptive and misleading. Facebook is a great tool if you have family and friends all over the world. Display recent photos and comments. Some people have hundreds of friends on Facebook. How many friends does one really have? I started a Facebook page. I posted, I have no friends and I do not want any friends. The next day I had over 100 friend requests. Was a social media experiment. Deleted the account. I was right. Many people have little to do and spend far too much time on social media. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up in terms of um, having a partner that has no social media presence. Would this be a, a, a pro thing for you or uh, would you find it uh, kind of uh, weird? I, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Hi, Dr. Lori. Love your show. My wife had a baby recently, C-section birth. Since then, when we have sex, I feel like it's it will be with a great orgasm, but when I ejaculate, I almost feel nothing. If she holds on with her hand on my penis, I do feel something. She also says she feels something different inside. Any ideas or solutions? So I don't know how long it's been and how recently you mean, but it can take like up to six months for things to feel normal again inside and the vagina as well and all that congestion and opening up and the placement of the uterus and all of that stuff the scar tissue with a, a c-section so it can make things feel different you probably if it's early after the birth you probably feel that her vagina is not as tight as it was which is gives me the idea because you're saying she holds on with her hand and it's fine so there's a, a tightness that you're looking for that uh, at this point is not most women bounce back like the vagina is a wonderful organ that goes back to it's generally goes back to um, its uh, original size so uh, you just have to give it a, a bit of time your wife can also practice uh, what we call Kegel exercises, which is basically strengthening of the pelvic floor and it's squeezing and releasing the pelvic floor muscle. It's the whole muscle, including the sphincter, that whole area. Um, if you squeeze it hard as if you're stopping the flow of urine and you release and you squeeze again and you release. And she can even practice um, squeezing when, when you are um, inside her. So there you go. Uh, all right, I want children, and my partner says he is terrified to become a father. He says it's just for now, but I'm worried that he will never be ready. What can I do? I'm not sure what you can do, but you can state your position. If having children for you is a non-negotiable, you need to be prepared to walk away when somebody... Uh, when it's a non-negotiable, right? 
So if it, if they are saying no, like you have to be able to say, look, this is what I want. If you can't commit to what I want for the long term, if we're going to get married and have a, a long term relationship, then I can't I can't go down that road. So I think if he's terrified, there's got to be a reason why he's terrified and ask him to go speak to somebody about this. If he can speak to somebody about his fears and anxieties, uh, that might actually be, uh, be helpful. And then you can have this discussion together, maybe even go together, uh, for therapy and get this thing out in the open. So, you know, where everybody stands rather than wait years in, uh, and then to discover, well, I told you, I wasn't sure I wanted children. So you knew this and blah, blah. So, uh, for yourself, this is, uh, probably very important. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. Your comments welcome tonight and every night, of course, 514-800 to text in. Uh, this texter in response to my answer to the woman who wrote in saying, I want children and my fiancé says he's terrified to become a father, um, but he's worried. She's worried that he will never be ready. What can she do? This texter wrote, "Wow, Dr. Lori, what if they have been a couple for many years and love each other very much? Walk away? Question mark? Question mark? Uh, so, listen. You have to decide for yourself what is a non-negotiable for you. If this is, if having children is a must for you, and for some people it is. For some people, this is how they see their future, and they absolutely want children." And it is, it's, it's one of those things that they won't negotiate on. What can happen if you, um, if you don't respect your own boundaries or your, the, the things that you want, especially when it comes to something that it's either yes or no with, uh, with children, there's no, it's hard to, to live with a maybe one person, if one person really wants, then, um, of course, it's going to become an issue. And if you stay, you could develop a lot of resentment for your partner. Um, so better to know earlier on. And also if the person isn't like, if they're not, if it's, sometimes it is not as like a non-negotiable to that degree, you know, for some people it's like, yes, I'd like children, but you know, if we don't, it's okay. And, and, and whatever. So they would choose to stay in that, uh, in that relationship, regardless of what happens, but for others, it's not the case. So everybody's different and you have to make up your own mind and, uh, and see. Uh, <laughs> borrow a friend's weekend for a few week weekends. Maybe it will discourage both, or maybe they will want their own tough call. It is a tough call. It's a very tough call. This is one of those issues that I wish there was a, a, a resolution to something like that, but there isn't when one wants the other doesn't, even if they love each other, how do you resolve that? It's not something that you compromise on, you know, I mean, you could say, okay, we'll have one, not two. But what if the other person says, I don't want any at all? Um, what is it like to date someone with no social media? I read an interesting article about this. And talking to young people, I can tell you that people now who date, um, 
when they meet with somebody, let's say they match with somebody on Tinder or, or somewhere else, they're doing their research before they actually go out and meet with them. So they get some answers, albeit, okay, everybody knows it's a profile, it's that what's posted is only a, a snippet of a person's life and all of that. Um, but they, this is a way to search, you know, it's like Googling someone's uh, name. So if there's no Facebook account, no Instagram account, not, not, no presence on social media, there's a lot of uh, maybe unanswered questions. And for some people, this could be unsettling someone that has zero digital footprint. So um, they want to see people in their, you know, with their pictures with their friends or in doing activities or, or whatever. They get a snippet of the person's, uh, person's life. And then there are other people who find it quite refreshing when somebody is not on social media. I was talking to a young woman recently who told me that she met a, a guy, she matched up with a guy, and he has he's not at all on social media, and she found that quite attractive. It's like, wow, this is really good. Like, this person doesn't spend so much time on, uh, on social media. So what do you think? Uh, would it for you be uh, unsettling to um, meet up with someone who has no presence on social media or uh, or not? And I think it mostly women like to do this kind of search from what I understand. Um, and they like to, it makes them feel a little bit safer and maybe reduces some anxiety when they see that the person exists out there right? That they have a life out there and they exist rather than someone who cannot be found anywhere. So you can imagine, right? If you can't, if you're, you're trying to search for them and you see them nowhere, you're like, is, is this person a serial killer? Like, what, what am I, you know, is this a fake person? Like what's going on here? So there is a, an element of reducing anxiety. Uh, one of my wife's ex-boyfriends wanted too many children and that's why she dumped him. So for, well, there you go. There's a, a, an example where for him that was a non-negotiable. I mean, in a situation like that, of course, you can decide, yes, I want children and let's get married, we'll have children and children don't come or it doesn't happen or there are issues or you, you end up, you know, having multiple miscarriages and you only end up with one child and you don't get your wish, but it's about knowing that your partner has the same motivations as you or the same plans as you or the same values as you, um, that keeps it going, right? Uh, for whatever reason, I refuse to do Facebook. However, my wife does and she won't give me her password. Okay. Uh, why not? What is she hiding something? Have you asked her like, why, why can't I check your Facebook or see, get news feeds or live through your Facebook page or better yet? Why don't you get on Facebook and create a profile and then uh, friend her and then you can kind of see what she's up to there as well. Uh, 514-800, your thoughts, uh, is it unsettling if you're dating somebody and they have zero social media presence or does it make you feel safer knowing that you could find them on social media? Would love to hear 
some of your thoughts at 514-800. Um, all right, an interesting article in the Gazette by Lori Campbell talking about an important issue that often gets neglected, but there should be awareness of this, which is why we need to talk about it. And it's called, it, it, it's uh, financial abuse, basically. Finan- and the, the opinion is, uh, the title was Financial Abuse as a Form of Intimate Partner Violence. This is a tactic uh, used to harm and control somebody else. And she talks about a new report that brings this topic to the forefront um, by the Women Abuse, the Women Abuse Council of Toronto, known as Woman Act, uh, as part of its financial abuse as a form of intimate partner violence project, which was funded by the city of Toronto. The report outlines that, that like other forms of violence against women, financial abuse is used as a tactic for harm and control, making it increasingly difficult for women to leave abusive relationships. It can involve stealing money, restricting access to household income and benefits, uh, and when it's the victim's own money and demanding to know how money is spent. It can also encompass withholding financial information, building up debt in in a partner's name while not making any payments, also known as coerced debt, ruining a partner's credit in the process. So this happens more, unfortunately, more commonly than uh, we uh, might imagine. Uh, and this is why we need to talk about it as a form of domestic violence. I remember speaking to a woman whose, whose husband would... Um, and women can can be the ones too doing this, by the way, especially in this day and age where you have women making uh, sometimes more money than uh, their partners, but who would check the uh, the price on items on, on grocery items, like you know, and say, well, why why did you pay this much? It was a dollar cheaper at this place, and why did you buy this? It's so expensive. And uh, she it got to a point where she would rip up the um, the receipt and, and take prices off food, uh, items like ridiculous, uh, in terms of control. Right. Uh, and another person I know who, uh, whose partner ended up using her, uh, her name on, uh, leases and now putting her in huge financial trouble. And she's having all kinds of issues trying to extricate herself from this after she's separated from this person. So it's, this goes on. This absolutely goes on. Uh, Lori, I really have to commend you for being so conscientious and fair as to making sure you thoroughly reply to everyone's text, even if it means on the following day instead. Such time and energy investment and dedicated sense of authentic loyalty and consideration towards your listeners. And I'm sure your patience alike is very rare. Oh, it's so sweet. And should therefore be applauded. Consequently, I simply wanted to extend my gratitude and demonstrate my appreciation. Thank you. How sweet is that? Thank you. I, uh, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Uh, George writes back, the reason I want her Facebook password is so that I can look at feeds on Facebook from CJAD and Shome without having to create an account. But George, you can just create an account and have no friends on there. You could, it could be a, a fake name. It could be not even your picture. It doesn't have to be anything just so that you can have access to, of course, our wonderful CJAD Facebook page. Um, so you could certainly, uh, certainly do that. 
Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Let's play a little bit of Dirty Minds. I give you three clues. Yeah, three dirty-ish clues. The answer is not, though, so get your mind out of the gutter if you want to answer it, if you want to get the answer. Uh, the first caller through at 514-790-0800 with the right answer will win a one-month unlimited pass to 360 Punch. It's a, a boutique gym on the West Island that includes um, high-intensity interval training along with, uh, with boxing classes as well. All right. You stick your head inside my rim. I get used by dirty, sweating men. When you use me, you're wearing protection. What am I? 514-790-0800. Let me get to a couple of texts here. I'm married for 25 years. Marriage went from a scale of 10 to a 2 because my wife is constantly addicted to Facebook. I'm completely off social media, but I still love her and just deal with my loneliness by working and keeping busy. I hate social media. Well, anybody who's addicted to anything and spends uh, chooses to spend more of their time um, and taking away time from the couple or, or you, you have a right to say something and a, a right to say, look, this is not good. I'm not happy. This is not good for our marriage. Could we, and maybe suggest, could we hang out for uh, an hour every night and we put our phones away? Could we like find a, a way and a time where you can have some quality time together where she puts her phone somewhere else away or her tablet away? Uh, and she has to take a break from that social media so that you could at least have some uh, time together. I'm the youngest of six. How my parents coped is beyond me. I was a little devil. I have one daughter who now has five kids. Father of one was great. Grandfather of five equally great. One was enough for us on the subject of kids. Uh, George, when it comes to Facebook, uh, I'm paranoid to give up my data. They always ask questions when you create an account. Um, uh, there, So there are ways around looking at Facebook pages without an account. It's relatively simple if you know how web pages work. And Facebook has holes you can... Uh, where's that? You can drive a truck through. Oh, didn't know. It's a public page, but you are limited to what only a standard user, but you can do another way more limited. Just Google how to view Facebook without account. So there you go, George, how to view Facebook without account. Uh, Google that and let me know. Uh, let's see. Paula says, uh, hi, Dr. Lori. Thank you so much for discussing the term toxic shame. We talked about that last night. We talked about uh, trauma. I had never heard of it before your show. I feel sad for those who are raped by priests and then feel like sexuality is wrong. By the way, not, you know, people are uh, raped and sexually assaulted, not just by priests, but by many other people. Uh, and that they are bad people. Shame can destroy lives and abusers use it against innocent people. You're quite right. Shame can absolutely... Uh, destroy lives. Um, I'm a mid-50s male, single, clean, and sober. Been there, done that with social media. Seeks the same. Most are not what they post, in my opinion. 
Uh, I'll wait and hopefully find someone the old-fashioned way. Yeah, get out there, though. You, you can't, the, well, I don't know what the old-fashioned way is. Uh, I don't know what how old you are, but some people would go to clubs, bars, whatever. Um, these days, join some kind of um, group, uh, some kind of activity group, something you like to do. Find a like-minded, um, you'll find like-minded people who enjoy the same things, uh, the same things you do. I've been dating a widower for seven months now. We are both in our 60s. We got along, we get along great, and he even mentioned I could move in with him. If I do, I want us to marry. He does not believe in marriage. Any advice? Well, that's all on you. This is your, uh, your choice. You can say, look, I don't believe in just living together, um, and so let's just date and live apart, or... Um, you ask yourself the questions, why is marriage important to you at this stage in the game? I know that some people don't, widowers and widows don't remarry because then they, I think they lose certain benefits, uh, like a widow's pension or things like that, I believe. So there may be some reasons behind that. Uh, and you have to decide, is it more important to be with him or is it that important for you to be married? And at this age, what for you, what is the marriage? However, if you don't, if you live together and don't get married, I still, uh, would recommend you get a, uh, an agreement written up by a notary, a living together agreement so that things are clear before you move in. So it's kind it, it's like a marriage contract, but it, it's not marriage, but it is a contract, uh, so that you both agree uh, agree to things. And I think that would be uh, very important. So that's a compromise. You can say, okay, well, we don't have to get married, but we do have to get a living together agreement and see a lawyer, notary, or uh, what have you. Do we have a... No, no winner. All right, here we go. Let me say the uh, this again. We have one person that is close with work gloves that's not the answer but you're close you're not too far from that you stick your head inside my rim i get used by dirty sweating men when you use me you're wearing protection what am i uh, you can call in your answer at 514-790-0800 and if you get the answer right you get a one month unlimited pass to 360 punch on the west island all right, if you are looking for a long-term relationship, women, you may want to be aware of your instincts, okay? And, and just recognize, especially when you are attracted to men who are unlikely to make good long-term or long-lasting partnerships or who will unlikely uh, remain in long-lasting partnerships. So this is something I want to discuss. Let's talk about a physical attraction. Attractiveness is important, uh, no doubt, right? Uh, and heterosexual women, of course, attracted to good looking men. But some of our attraction to, to physically appealing men may actually be unconscious and based on our evolutionary history. We are attracted to these qualities um, and other positive qualities that go with physical attractiveness um, because that we're looking for um, a sturdiness and steadiness and uh, things like that. However, however, 
It may be better for women not to pursue attractive men because, according to studies, highly attractive masculine men are more likely to be unfaithful to their partners and they are more likely to divorce their spouses, apparently. Uh, I'm going to share with you other instincts, other things that attract women and why this could get you into some trouble, including a sexy voice. What does a sexy voice have to do with anything? This is Passion on CJAD 800. So Crystal is the winner of tonight's riddle. And for those of you who are scratching your head, uh, here's the clues again with the answer. You stick your head inside my rim. I get used by dirty, sweating men. When you use me, you're wearing protection. I am a hard hat. Although you could be used by dirty, sweating women too. Women are in hard hats as well. So I just wanted to add that. So the answer is hard hat. Congratulations, Crystal. Hope to see you at the gym. You can certainly find me there uh, most days. <laughs> so uh, see you at 360 Punch. All right, let's talk about women's instincts in choosing men. Of course, physical attraction. Yes, we know. But what about a sexy voice? Women are often attracted to men with sexy Voices. They tend to prefer deeper, more masculine voices in men, a trait associated with higher levels of testosterone. Vocal attractiveness and physical attractiveness also often correspond. Men whose voices are judged as more appealing, this is all according to science and studies, by the way, uh, also tend to be rated as having more attractive faces. Men with attractive voices are also more symmetrical. So body symmetry is linked to genetic uh, quality and physical attractiveness as well. Remember, that's your instinct, your evolutionary biological instinct. Uh, individuals rated as having more attractive voices are also expected to have more pleasing personalities. Uh, although heterosexual women perf might prefer male partners with sexy voices, men with attractive voices tend to have more sex partners and are more likely to be unfaithful during their long-term relationships. Remember, at first I said, if you're looking for a long-term relationship, be aware of your instincts. So not only is vocal attractiveness associated with the likelihood of having one affair, it is associated with an increased risk for having numerous affairs, as well as an increased risk for having sex with a partner who is already in another relationship, a phenomenon known as mate poaching. Although sexy voices sound appealing, like the highly attractive men discussed, men with very sexy voices may make better short-term than long-term partners. Another factor, <clears throat> interestingly, heterosexual women are often attracted to men who are already in relationships. This situation is called mate choice copying, and it also occurs in some species of animals. In humans, the interest of other women signals that a man has desirable qualities. In a sense, he is kind of pre-screened. The preference for mated men is stronger when the men have girlfriends rather than spouses. However, for long-term relationships, it may not be the best idea to pursue men who already have partners. Duh. Uh, if these men are willing to leave their partners for you, listen to this, they may react in the same fashion when another potential new partner 
comes along. I don't know. I work with a lot of couples that have started out as affairs and the trust is never there. It's like if you start off as an affair, your partner cheated on their partner. So that, that little bit of mistrust is still there. If they did it to their first wife, could they do it to me or the, the other way around? It could be a, a, a female cheater too. Um, <clears throat> and, and this is exactly it, right? So if these men are willing to leave their partners for you, that's what they may do again. One way to avoid mate choice copying may be to have more sexual experience of your own. They suggest that women with more sexual experience don't feel the need to copy others' mate choices. More confidence in one's own mate choices may reduce the impulse to copy others' choices. So if you're looking for a short-term relationship, bottom line, then a physically attractive man with a sexy voice is going to be the perfect partner for you. But if you're looking for a long-term relationship, it may be useful to look for men with other desirable characteristics. Hey, here's one for you. How about mutual respect? Because that one is has been known for, to be extremely crucial for a successful long-term partnership. Respect is more strongly related to long-term relationship satisfaction, even more than feelings of love for a partner. Honesty also associated with better long-term relationship outcomes and greater uh, well-being. So there you have it. Think about your instincts when you are uh, out there. 514-800. I am a very average looking guy, but told very hot, sexy voice. But the fact I can lick my forehead certainly helped. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I've been told many times that I have a very good uh, phone voice. Uh, hello, back to the question about the social accounts. As a male, I find it genuine and attractive if I meet a woman who has no social media accounts. And I've heard the same, by the way, from uh, women who feel the same about guys who also don't have any social media accounts. So there you have it. Maybe so, right? Uh, <laughs> what this person said, uh, what a wear a hard hat at work. And although your clues were accurate, I would ask that you not discriminate against other safety designed wearable headgear. Uh, okay. Like an astronaut's helmet. Oh yes, that's right. Two women on the spacewalk. Yes. That, and that's why I added, it could be women wearing the hard hat, not just a he. Come on. This is 2019. You are... So right, not my intention, just reading the clues off a game. So my apologies if this offended anybody. Uh, let's see, last little uh, story. Do I have time for one last? I don't think so. I think that we're coming to the end of the show. Oh, well. Uh, well, there's always next Friday. And I won't see you on Monday because it is election night. So uh, sadly, uh, we will not be doing a show together. And on Tuesday night, oh, Tuesday night, I can report to you about my experience with uh, Dr. Ruth, actually, uh, at the uh, McGill-Trottier Public Science Symposium. I'll be on a panel with my hero, uh, Dr. Ruth. So excited. Can't tell you how excited I am, so I'll tell you all about that. 
uh, on Tuesday evening. Thank you so much for spending your uh, precious time with me. Really appreciate it. Uh, and I want to thank also Aaron Lakoff, our technical producer tonight, Linda DeLisi, our passion researcher. Uh, if you are looking for past shows and you've missed some or you want to look up certain topics, very easy to do. They're all podcasted on my website. You could find them there. Uh, just go to uh, drlaurie.com and click on the Passion Radio Show, and you'll find all the past shows there. You can get them off of iHeartRadio. You can get them off of SoundCloud. Uh, so there's many ways that you can uh, download the uh, past episodes of Passion. If you want to find me on social media, at Dr. Lori Batito. My last name is spelled B-E-T-I-T-O. Coming up next here on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening, a fabulous weekend, and remember to live your life with passion. Still that